0: Activate your personal shield and get your to level 3, because it's time for the Star Wars Battlefront Podcast. Welcome to the Star Wars Battlefront Podcast. In this episode, we have some announcements to make. We have uh, some Battlefront news to go over, episode 76 follow-up, and our main topic, customization and the danger of in-game purchases. Let's get started. Get on to our first announcement. Star Wars Uplink, our second podcast, is launched. And if you don't know what that is, it is a podcast where we go over the gaming, the Star Wars gaming news. I host as well as Jared Bilby from the Star Wars Game Outpost. Uh, the first episode, we go over our f- Star Wars gaming memories and the news of Star Wars, um, and the news of EA Star Wars at Star Wars Celebration. On that feed, we have multiple shows that we will be launching. We have Star Wars Uplink, a podcast dedicated to everything Star Wars gaming. Knights of the Old Roundtable, a roundtable show focused mainly on uh, the nitty-gritty. The (laughs) nitty-gritty. The nitty-gritty of Star Wars gaming. Um, The first episode of that will be focusing on the first episode of Star Wars with uh, some of friends of the podcast. And um, Sam, you'll actually be on that episode. Which one Uh, Knights of the old roundtable episode one focusing on star wars the phantom menace So guys, you're gonna want to tune in for that one because I make every podcast better (laughs) 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 Yes, and then a third show will be on that feed which is going to be a monthly show Completely scripted out and we'll go into the history of star wars gaming and now our second announcement Um, We are going on a trip to visit family this month. Uh, We will be back Round the 15th, which is going to be awesome because that is when, um, spoilers for the new section, uh, Battlefront 2 trailer is going to drop. Yes. I will get on to, into that in a little bit, but we're going to be recording two episodes today um, just so we can have the shows ready for, um, for you, the listener, while we are away, and then... Those are the announcements we have. After we get back, we have some big plans for the show. We're going to introduce some new topics um, that you, the listener, will be able to participate in. So now let's get into the news. So EA recently announced that Star Wars Battlefront II, the trailer, is coming out April 15th at 2.30 p.m. Eastern Time and 11.30 a.m. Pacific Time. So the news that came with that is it is officially announced as Battlefront 2. What do you think of that, Sam? I was expecting the name. Yeah. I have no problem with it. I don't have a problem with it either. I personally think it would be better than having a Battlefront subtitle name. Yeah. Because then it just gets complicated after that. Because you won't know which one is which like in the sequel series because it's obviously a sequel. People can't tell when it's a sequel unless it has a 2 on it. (laughs) Is that what you're saying? Yeah. (laughs) So, Battlefront 2 trailer coming out April 15th. Are you excited, Sam? Yes, I am. We have not been reached out by EA for EA, uh, for Star Celebration, which I'm glad about, because we would not be able to participate anyway since we're going to visit family in the time span that that is. But um, we're still hoping for EA Play. That, that's what I really want to go to. Because the rumor is that Battlefront 2 will be playable at EA Play. It'll be EA playable. It'll be EA playable. (laughs) But uh, Star Star Wars Game Outposts and uh, Battlefront Updates are going to be uh, at the Star Wars Celebration. And Star Wars HQ. Yeah, Star Wars HQ is going to be there as well. And I also have some kind of giveaway that you can go on a trip with them. Yeah, and Massive-G is going to be going there as well. So a lot of people, if you are going, it's going to be fun meeting up with with Star Wars gaming uh, people jared from the star wars game outpost elliot from battlefront updates ryan and robbie from star wars hq and uh, massive g from massive g <laughs> does anybody know his name i don't know i don't watch him very much but um i'm excited to see what comes out i'm what do, what do you want for the trailer personally i have no idea you have no idea but i have an open mind i don't as long as it shows some gameplay, I'm good. I don't think it would show. It maybe just a tad. Maybe a little bit of gameplay, but I'm thinking it's going to be ma- um, mostly in games. In, yeah. In engine. Just a tad, though. I wish. I hope, actually. Maybe if they cl- maybe they close it out with gameplay, that would be pretty cool. Is this a teaser or? So let me pull that up. It just says get your first look. So the first trailer will be coming Star Wars Celebration April 15th at. 2.30 30 p.m. Eastern Time. If it was a teaser, it wouldn't have any gameplay, so I, it might have a little. What I'm thinking is it's going to be like um, Shadow of War, you know, where it comes out with. Uh, that was cinematic stuff. Uh huh. What I think they're going to do is, uh, like with Battlefront 1, where they have the in engine footage, that kind of stuff, where the rebels were on indoor, mm-hmm. placing down the shield. That, that's what I think yeah, is going to probably. be there. Hopefully, we'll get. Um, What I'd really want is to open up with Original Trilogy and then, like, 30 years later, whatever. That'd be cool. And then goes into the Force Awakens content, maybe Episode 8 stuff. That that could be awesome. So that is the news that came out this week, and now we have some Episode 76 follow-up. I'm excited. I feel like a a fancy podcaster with follow-up, like ATP. Chad D. Solo wrote in on our email... Battlefront podcast at gmail.com if you want to send us an email you can go there uh, give us feedback on episodes put in uh, your two cents yeah you can send us stuff we'd like to you'd like to cover us to cover on the podcast feedback guest proposals yes gentlemen I'm emailing to give some feedback on your episode 76 podcast regarding the results of your weekly poll and your comments about both the popularity of Skirmish support and Conquest Conquest returning to Battlefront. I like your podcast. I listen to them all regularly. But what concerns me as a listener is the appearance of bias towards online-only multiplayer. Yes, we all know EA will be adding a campaign to their Battlefront EA sequel. Now we know that is titled Battlefront 2. Which many, by the way, do not appreciate it be calling Battlefront 2. We already have Battlefront 2 that many people still love to play. But the overwhelming majority of Battlefront players wanted full offline multiplayer support for Battlefront games. More so than the number of players wanting a near wanting a linear one and done campaign, as evident by your by your and every other poll. Okay. So I wanna address this? I wanna address this section. I will I will admit to not having offline polls. Are all of our polls are really online-based? No. Aren't they? No. A lot of our recent polls have been Battlefront 2 stuff. But we've been doing polls a lot longer than it's been on the podcast. Yeah. I love polls. So I I want to address this, and I admit that I have not personally been focused that much on um, offline multiplayer on the podcast. Which I think means instant action. Yeah, instant action, skirmish kind of stuff. Because the people that I follow and that have been vocal about Battlefront 2 have been talking about the lack of campaign. So the podcasts that I listen to that talk about Battlefront mostly mention campaigns, which is why I mentioned it on the podcast. And campaign is, for me, the best the best type of offline content. Yeah, I, I really enjoy offline campaigns. But I also really enjoy offline multiplayer. If they support split screen. That, because offline multiplayer just by yourself isn't that much fun. It is not fun at all. not fun at all. What is fun is using that as like to explore the map, yeah and find little bugs, find little find little Easter eggs and stuff like that. But that is for the sole reason of playing online. So right now you play it, most so, most people play skirmish right now to test for online play. practice for online play and play with their friends and family because battlefront what skirmish really did well is the split screen because that is just so much fun going around both getting a hero pickup and then fighting each other. That is fun. Now, in the future, I will be sure to mention and focus more on offline multiplayer as well as online multiplayer. Because that is a vital part of Battlefront throughout its history. If you're coining Battlefront 1 and 2 for this Battlefront, yes. they're complete opposite games. They're different. Yeah, They're they're new types of games. They're not opposites, so but they they're c- different. So they can do things differently, which I'm all for. I just want... I want a campaign above everything else. Yeah, and that's what the majority of the people want is a campaign for me that I've seen. So, yeah, the majority of the people that you follow and look at and listen to are very vocal about campaigns, which I'm also vocal about campaigns. I really want to see a a good campaign in Battlefront 2, which I think they will deliver upon. But also, I I would be extremely surprised if Battlefront 2 does not focus on... um, offline multiplayer one of the reasons that we are kind of dismissive of it in that episode um, is the fact that EA and Battlefront 1 has not had a focus on offline multiplayer at all which is the reason why we say oh that'll never happen because we are over a year into this into Battlefront 1 Battlefront 2 is on the horizon and we are seeing no support still skirmish is basically um dead right now yeah support of like any adding anything to battlefront one is grim i don't see that happening i don't see them adding anything else to this battlefront yeah i could maybe see bug fixes if there are major bugs bugs, bugs. Uh, but i do not see them adding any more content in the future of battlefront one i do see them continue supporting keeping the servers going uh bug fixing This episode of the Star Wars Battlefront Podcast is brought to you by Star Wars Uplink, a podcast brought to you by Tied Sheep Entertainment, hosted by Sage Goodwin and Jared Bilby, covering all things Star Wars gaming. Head over to iTunes or your podcaster of choice and search Star Wars Uplink and look for the tie-dye. Now let's continue. Just as you guys were bothered that EA and DICE scrapped Hero Blast for Battlefront EA 1, many Battlefront players who read the immersive single-player experience selling points from DICE and EA before Battlefront EA's release and subsequently bought the game also felt burned. There's always two sides to a coin. Hero Blast was never officially confirmed as happening. Uninspired Zebra c- uncovered the base code for it, and EA acknowledged it as a maybe thing. But the immersive single-player experience selling point was definitely advertised but not delivered. Yes. So EA, I believe, touted that Battlefront 1 was going to have immersive single-player content for Battlefront Yes. But they kind of rushed it to get it they released had, they rushed it. Which is the reason that didn't happen. There was no campaign, there was no offline multiplayer at launch besides the survival missions, which are good. Yeah, I'm glad they didn't add anything like that, because that means they're going to hear from the players and know exactly what they want for the next game. Yeah, so it was good that they tried to do something different. Now they're going to go to Battlefront 2 and implement everything that they've done different, done well, and then bring back some of the stuff that people were missing from Battlefront EA 1. Now let's continue. You guys talk about the forums a lot on your podcast. Did you never? Actually, I'm not a big fan of the forums. We don't talk really much about the forums. I am a big fan of Reddit, the Star Wars Battlefront Reddit community, though. Is he talking about the official EA forums? Yeah. I've spent maybe 30 minutes on there. Um, just because it's just a bunch of salt Reddit is much easier to go around in the website is much more improved than EA's forums I've gone on EA forums clicked the thing that had um, this certain thing I wanted to look at and then I was at the top of the feed had to go down like probably the 30 minutes I spent on there 10 to 15 of were looking through other people's thoughts for the one that I wanted to see did you never see the Help Me Get Solo Players heard thread on the forums before it was finally taken down? That was by far the most vi- most visited and commented on thread in the entire forum. The Solo Players Matter movement started by Joey BMX and Ethan Klute single-handedly got skirmish added to Battlefront EA 1. You guys might possibly be biased towards online-only multiplayer or online-only play for Battlefront, but Battlefront didn't... ...get its staying power as a beloved franchise by being online only. Instant action has always been the mainstay of Battlefront. EA may not want to change that with their reboot, but it doesn't change the fact that full offline multiplayer support... ...is consistently the single most requested-slash-demanded addition to their Battlefront reboot franchise. Have you... Do you think that's the most requested? Yes. You do? Yes. I, I agree with that. It is very, very vocal on the forums, especially... Um, from what I've seen, a lot of people want offline multiplayer, and I am I am not biased towards, and I am I am not a fan of online only because I like I know people who don't have internet and who want to play Battlefront. They cannot do that to the extent that we can because we have internet on Battlefront One, on Battlefront EA One. I really want them to add Battlefront offline content to Battlefront 2 and have a focus on that as well as a focus on online. My dream would be online and offline. But for Battlefront 1, maybe what you're seeing from us on the podcast or hearing from us on the podcast was just because we don't see that be ever being added to Battlefront EA 1. It will never be added. Ever. Because all of their team is working on the Battlefront 2. Yes. The Battlefront team has most likely... A, all of them, save a few, have been moved over to Battlefront 2. In regards to your comments about Conquest Mode and the classic Conquest fa- page, uh, Facebook page, I'd venture to guess that Nate Bryan, who started and runs the page, would love to call, uh, talk Conquest with you. I suggested to him that he reach out to you guys. That would be cool to have uh, someone who pushes for Conquest in Battlefront on the podcast. As he he continues, so as a listener and supporter of your podcast, I have to ask, do you guys only care about the stuff that you care about for EA's Battlefront reboot and what you want to see in future installments? Or do you represent all of the Battlefront community? You talk about the community a lot on your podcast, which is awesome. But when things like offline multiplayer or skirmish come up, you dismiss it almost immediately. So I care about the future of Battlefront. I care about all aspects of Battlefront. It's just with Battlefront 1 or Battlefront EA 1 that uh, when skirmish and stuff like that comes up, we dismiss it almost immediately because with Battlefront 1 EA, it is not going to happen. But Battlefront 2, now that is something we can talk about. We can talk about the offline support for Battlefront 2 and uh, what we'd like to see in that. Okay. As part of the Battlefront community since the original game, a listener and supporter of your podcast and an early member of the solo players matter movement, I find it pretty hard to swallow that you guys continually gloss over the community's overwhelming request for offline multiplayer, far more so than a campaign, and say you represent the whole of the Battlefront community. I get it that skirmish was rushed, lacked content, lacked high quality AI, and definitely isn't the best representation of instant action offline multiplayer by far. But you cannot deny the fact that the entire mode was added because of the significant community requests for offline multiplayer and only two guys at DICE worked on the mode. One for Fighter Squadron and one for Walker Assault. I truly like your show, gentlemen, but I'd like to see you guys either include more of what the entire community wants in your discussions, stop glossing over the overwhelming and ongoing request request for, offline, for full offline multiplayer, or admit your bias toward online-only multiplayer and at least acknowledge there were serious requests for full offline support. It's nothing against online play, but there are all sorts of great reasons why full offline multiplayer should be in Battlefront. I'm sure anyone from the Solo Players Matter movement would love to have a positive and lively discussion with you both as to why and prove to Sam why his shock at the results of your weekly poll on episode 76 were not shocking at all. Actually, I'm surprised that 32% wasn't even higher. Maybe you guys don't have a lot of fan base from the offline multiplayer slash single player community, as I could see with the way you guys treat it like it's not a viable or serious thing. Not bashing on either the game or on you gentlemen, I like the game and still play only Battlefront EA almost exclusively. My email is just an honest observation from a supporter of the podcast and a true supporter of all things Battlefront. Have a good day, maybe I'll hear some feedback from you. That was a, an awesome email, I am really glad for it. It caused <laughs> some good discussion um, mentioning some things that we may have not covered on the Battlefront podcast so much. Now, let's get on to the main topic customization and the danger of in game purchases. This topic was suggested to us by Spartacus Inc. at Redwood Original One. Uh, we recently had him on the podcast, uh, Dan, aka Spartacus Inc., on PlayStation and Twitter. He says, Customization. Oh, so last week I asked, uh, What would you like us to talk about on the podcast? And he says, customization and the dangers of in-game purchases, i.e. Players being, able, players being able to buy the OP weapons versus non-buyers who level up normally. So what do you think of this, Sam? Um, This game is obviously in-game purchased. Light. It's, it's not too bad, unless you count the season pass and all that. Yeah. But still, you know, those little in-game purchases, you know, you can buy those weapons. Mm-hmm. I have no problem with that. You know, go ahead and waste your money, because <laughs> I don't really care. <laughs> oh my gosh right. <laughs> but for me i will never do that i will always level up the hard way and get the the weapons the um you know old-fashioned way yeah it i guess it's for those people that you know can't they have a they're yeah, they're working yeah. overtime and you know they don't have the time to put into the game they have a limited amount of time but a uh, excess of money maybe yeah so but w- what do you think for battlefront 2 for, so for battlefront 2 would you like to see at launch these little packets that you can buy maybe for five dollars and you get Like, the scout pack that they have on PlayStation? Um, I have no problem with it because, you know, it's up to the player at the end. You know, they will be wrecking face for the first month or so, but, you know, everyone will eventually be past that and, you know, it will be history. Yeah. And plus it always helps EA and Battlefront to grow Mm -hmm. the extra in-game purchases. If they do have free maps and uh, game modes and they do have in-game purchases for Battlefront 2, that would be good because if they don't have in-game purchases and they have free stuff... That is not good for the future of the game. Money talks. <laughs> um, they have to have a, a big initiative, uh, a big reason to do uh, the game modes and the maps. So maybe have a big focus on free game modes and maps, but also have a also focus on the season pass adding heroes and weapons for a reasonable price. And then also having maybe uh, paid customizations that you can unlock through the credit system or buy credits through... Um, through something like that because that's um that would hurt yeah the i don't agree with credits i don't think they should be added like fifa yeah blake jorgensen said they want to move all of their their id the their ips toward kind of that payout which leads me to believe that now i personally don't want to see that yeah i do not want to see credits purchasable yeah and with the credits purchasable that means they're going to be harder to get in the game yeah so it makes you want to push for that. Now, what kind of customizations would you like to see in Battlefront Two? Customizations. Yeah, like skins. You want? Yeah. You want to see the same kind of skins? I think all the skins should be the same in the game. With no, yeah, I'm talking about the alien skins. Not what do you mean. You know, um, the so you want similar aliens? You don't want to customize aliens? No, I do not. I just you want, want to the base. The face. Yeah, the face. Just the aliens. I don't want you know those little ugly little freaks. With the ponytails and stuff, you don't want them. You don't no. want uh, grandma, <laughs> grandma rebel. <laughs> I think it should have a vanilla rebel with aliens, because aliens okay, are the yeah. coolest to me in the skin customizations. Mm-hmm. And they have a lot of them too. And on the on the imperial side, obviously the first order stormtroopers and the flame troopers, all of those. Yeah, and maybe even the top rank eventually will be a captain phasma skin that would be cool that would be amazing or what What i would like to see is um pauldron customizations like change the color of the better. pauldron depending like you could do any color like we could do yeah. the 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 star wars battlefront podcast gold on the <laughs> that would be awesome that would be awesome gold have a black stormtrooper with a gold pauldron i don't think they should add you know really colorful colors like pink purple I think that would be awesome. Just because it kind of takes away... You, you would never see a stormtrooper wearing that in canon. So. <laughs> you know, that's what they tried to do with the um, helmetless stormtroopers. Hey, I got this idea. Um, you know, let's take the stormtrooper helmets off. If I was a stormtrooper, I'd be spray painting my pauldron green or whatever. But then <laughs> I mean, you'll like, get... What's it? You'll Sage get, Goodwin, why have you changed your pauldron color? court-martialed. Court-martialed. <laughs> court-martialed. <laughs> I think it should be clean. Did I give you permission to spray paint your pauldron? Just the colors, red, black, white, and I like gold. That's just what they already have in battle. Colors. They don't have gold. Yeah, they don't have gold. What would be awesome, what I want to see, is a white being being able to put a white pauldron on a black stormtrooper. That would look awesome. They, you can't do that? No, you can't um, do that. Yeah. You can put a black one on it, though? No, you can't. Oh, you can't you put can't. any pauldrons on okay. the trooper. So it's just the normal. It's just the normal one. So that's what I would like to see now let's get on to our poll of the week. Uh, what customizations do you want for Star Wars Battlefront 2 and the options are skins, weapons, star cards or playlists. I I predict that playlists will be uh-huh. very popular. Mhm. What about you, Sam? Um I like star cards. I do too. You know it would be awesome if they added a fourth one. A fourth star a fourth card, a star card. Three is kind of limiting, but the with the controllers you only have the options for that. Yeah, I do agree. Maybe the middle one could activate one. The You know, the middle button for the PlayStation. Does Xbox have one? No. Okay. <laughs> That's the reason. <laughs> um, Maybe instead of... Okay, the triangle is your special power thing. Mm-hmm. So maybe instead of that, having an extra star card. What's the one that you can set down the little blue power-ups? The two back bumpers, right? Yeah, the two okay. back bumpers. So instead of having the power-ups, have an extra star card have an extra star card. So you you'd want to see star cards in yeah. battlefront too. What customizations you would want to see? Now, we will we because we're recording two episodes in a row, we won't be able to actually do the results until later and we when we get back from our trip. Uh, but we will be doing a a poll a poll extravaganza a, a section of uh episode 82. What did you pick? I pick um I would like to do custom playlists. You would? Yeah, that would be awesome. Just to choose which ones you want to go in and out of. Yeah. Say, I want to go through Walker Salt, uh, Cargo, and um, Sabotage. Instead of either 40 player game modes, hero game modes. Yeah, custom playlist. Yeah, I would like to see a custom playlist. That would be fun. Yes. That's it for this episode. Thanks for listening. This episode of the Star Wars Battlefront Podcast is brought to you by our patrons on Patreon. You can support the show by going to patreon.com slash Podcast. Or if you don't have the money and would like to support the show, you can go to iTunes and leave a review. If you don't know what to say, just leave your favorite Star Wars character. Our new intro music was made by Daniel Barham or at Gafunko on Twitter. G-A-F-U-N-K-O. If you want to be a guest on the show, you can contact us at battlefrontpodcast at gmail.com, and in the subject line, put podcast guest. We do the guest episodes through Skype, so make sure you have a Skype account. You can leave feedback on our email. That, again, is battlefrontpodcast at gmail.com. You can follow us at SWB Podcast for all things Battlefront, and you can also follow us at tie-dye-sheep-yt for Warring Galaxy News. If there's new Battlefront news, we will cover it first on our Twitter. May the Force be with you, always.